0: Welcome to Block to Block Podcast, where we discuss everything from my block to your block. And I am your host, Queen Esther. Excuse my little hoarse voice. Um, it's cold here in L.A. Uh, each week, Block to Block brings you brand new episodes. So if you haven't gotten a chance to listen to the latest episode, Hashtag Comedian vs. Comic with King Hassan, go check it out because it is up and running right now. Shout out to King for hanging out with us on The Block Block to Block streams weekly on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and on Mondays on the cultural radio station at 11 a.m., 8 a.m. Um, PT. Um, and if you miss Monday's episode of Culture Play, don't forget, you can catch it on Wednesday same time, 11 at 11 a.m., 8 a.m. PST. Okay? So download all the apps... For free, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast Don't forget to slide in our DMs and tell us what you think At Because It's Block on Instagram And Because It's Block at gmail.com So today's guest, we have entrepreneur yep. <laughs> um, Record producer mm-hmm. And uh, what else do you like to go by?
1: Singer songwriter
0: Oh, singer songwriter, yes, yes, yes so for some of you who don't know, he has uh, produced some of the favorite songs that we listen to currently, like uh, Janet Jackson, J- Jennifer Lopez, blah, blah, Chris Brown, Mary J. Blige, Fifth Harmony, Ariana Grande, Ciara, and Brandy, to name a few, right? Yes,
1: ma'am.
0: Mm-hmm. So uh, I would like to introduce our guest for today, Mr. Harmony. H-Money Samuel. Hey, welcome to the neighborhood.
1: Glad to be in the neighborhood.
0: <laughs> Which do you like to go by, um, Harmony or H-Money?
1: Harmony is just fine. Harmony? Yeah. That's okay. What, that's what my mama called me.
0: Okay, cool. So, we, um, you, you said you've listened to some of the episodes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: now you know it's game time. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay? Sure. So... Um, with this game, it's called run around the block and you answer by the first thing that comes to your head. It's going to be a series of questions. I say rapid fire, but it just so happens that it's never rapid fire. (laughs) Okay. So try to make this fun. And, um, yeah, if it's crazy, you have to explain your answers. Okay. Okay. All right. Mm, First question. What company or brand has the funniest commercial?
1: Domino's pizza. (laughs) Which one? Or does not matter? No, it's just <laughs> always like horny. <laughs> when it comes to like, man, I just want to eat some pizza. <laughs> okay, okay.
0: Um, what occasion do you pick out on food?
1: Ooh, Sunday. Sunday? Right after church. Really? Yeah. Do I'm you like, cook? I, yeah, I cook, but I pick out bad. Like, <laughs> I'm like, this is my day of not caring.
0: That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite food?
1: My favorite food is Nigerian food. Really? Yeah, jollof rice, um, uh, oxtail. Nice, I love you know, some rice. oxtail. And then Jamaica food, too, because yeah. we're, we're culturally from both sides. So, you know, rice and peas, <laughs> uh, Jamaica patty. Okay, It's said
0: Jamaican patty? Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: Jamaican
0: patty. <laughs> okay, if you could design a playground for adults, what's one thing you'll put in it?
1: Punching bag. Yeah! <laughs>
0: <laughs> when I thought of this question I thought of cots I need a nap <laughs> always I need a nap
1: I can't punch you back and a I punch you back just because I feel like adults in 2019 that's are just good. stressed yeah and they need to just let out their anger yeah but they would need a nap after that that's
0: good <laughs> okay what is your perfect birthday cake
1: ooh Strawberry cheesecake.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh my goodness.
1: Strawberry cheesecake would be amazing.
0: Nice. I make a mean cheesecake, by the way.
1: Oh, uh, okay. So my, <laughs> ne- my next birthday is May sixteenth. May
0: sixteenth. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So okay.
1: You know what to do.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, what was your first car you've ever owned?
1: My first car was. I was sixteen years old, and um, like I was sixteen, seventeen years old. And it was a mini. Growing up in London, minis were very cool to drive. And uh, I found uh, an auto... So in London, we drive stick. Okay. Especially those times. Okay. And I found an automatic (laughs) mini for like... I was like, oh, I'm going to get this whip. Like, I saved all my money for the summer. Nice. And I was like, I'm going to buy this whip. It's the worst car ever. But, but I had fun in that car. I what had,
0: color was it?
1: It was a uh, uh, mint blue.
0: Mint blue? Oh, yeah, my gosh.
1: Yeah, mint blue. Uh, Did
0: you name that car?
1: No, I didn't. I just, If I was to name it now, I would call it Trouble. Because <laughs> it got me in. Lots of
0: trouble. Oh, Lord. <laughs> okay. Um, next question. What small act of kindness were you once shown that you will never forget?
1: Ooh, small act of kindness.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: My goddaughter mm-hmm. Uh, was ordering food and got me my food. Oh. Asking me.
0: Oh, how old is she?
1: Uh, she's 17 now, by the time she was a kid. Oh, that's like, sweet. And she got me my favorite burger.
0: Oh, the fact yeah. that she pays attention. Yeah. She knew. I was like, oh, what made
1: you do that? <laughs> That's so sweet. <laughs> like, you need the money? Yeah,
0: I need the money. But... <laughs> oh, so you had to pay for your, con- your act <laughs> of kindness. It was just the
1: point that she was, she thought about it. She's a sweetheart.
0: That's sweet. Okay. Mm, I love this question. What song or movie describes your personality?
1: Love and Basketball. Really? Mm. <laughs> I am very much both of those guys Really? And I'm very focused but I'm a hopeless romantic
0: Oh nice
1: Um, And uh, I just love the story I relate to both sides of, of how they feel you mm-hmm. know? Um, uh, Omar Epps being the kid that all, everyone expected him to be the greatest one and mm-hmm. Also being like, you know yeah, you know, the the young female, I've forgotten her name and um but she, you know, lived her life trying to prove herself. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when she finally got to where she wanted to get to,
0: yeah,
1: you know, she kinda lost everything she really cared about. Yeah. So I've been on both sides of the picture. But I love the story. But yeah. the, the best describes me.
0: Okay. Perfect. How many times have you seen that movie?
1: I still watch it. On, <laughs> so. <laughs> Sometimes I put it on just to kinda like <laughs> soothe myself. That
0: was it, it is a very, very good movie. Yeah. Um. Okay. Which do you prefer, order in or dine out?
1: Uh, I'm a dine out guy. Okay. Yeah, I'm a dine out. Growing up, I was more of an order in. Really? Yeah. Back in London, I was like, ah, oh, it's order in, chill. Yeah. Because it's really cold. Yeah. If you live in Los Angeles, let go out. Ah, uh, that's true. That is so true. <laughs> yes. The
0: weather in LA, I mean, despite right now, yeah. it's really, really nice. It yeah. makes you just want to go out. Okay. Last question. When was the last time you did something for the first
1: time? Ooh. <laughs> something for the first time.
0: Mhm.
1: Um I want to I and this is going to be interesting. Uh I went on a private jet for the first time last year. Really? And a lot of people like are like, "Really?" <laughs> With all them successful money that you made, <laughs> um, I'm just not one of those. I'm never really, really, really into, you know, mm-hmm. over over, glamorous things. Mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'll pull up
0: okay.
1: in a regular car.
0: Okay.
1: I don't need to prove to you. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I've lived that life. My Nigerian background, yeah. my parents have always been like, yo, you don't yeah. need to show off, or you don't need to be louder than anybody right, right. else. Um, so, I've always maintained a kind of, like, real humble... Uh, Way of life as much as possible. Okay, Um, but yeah, I ended up going on a private plane. Where'd you go? Uh, Just to Vegas.
0: Okay, but
1: it definitely felt very, very different. Like I've flown first class most time or whatever, like business class. But to be on your own plane, like it's different.
0: That's what's up. Okay, so that was Run around the block. Did you like that? I ran. (laughs) <laughs> you did run, you definitely did Okay, so Harmony, for the neighbors That's what I call my listening, you know yeah, what I'm saying All What right. up, what up neighbors? <laughs> for the neighbors that um, aren't familiar with you A mm. shame on
1: them, right? Uh, not really, I'm not <laughs> surprised Okay, <laughs> tell them who you are, where you're from, and what do you do? Yeah, my name is Harmony H. Money Samuels uh, I'm a, uh, uh, originally a music producer singer songwriter that's how i started off um and now i'm an entrepreneur you know, owning businesses uh i own a food restaurant and i own uh shoe line the clothing line and a few other businesses right now but music is my main uh is my main thing and we have uh our small independent uh production company slash label called boe building our empire mm-hmm. and, uh, we have uh Artists, we have our Grammy-nominated artist, Major. He was our first ever official artist that we put out. Mm -hmm. And um, shout out to Major. And we are building what we call our own mini Motown.
0: Nice. um,
1: In which we are developing uh, stars for the future and uh, giving opportunity to those who struggle to find opportunity for themselves.
0: That's awesome. So, okay, right off the bat. So for someone who's in the music industry and trying to... put themselves out there, how can
1: they get to BOE? Uh I mean you could go to our page, you can go to my page, Harmony Samuels on all social media outlets, um, or you can go to the BOE music music group page, um, so all social media outlets and pretty much, you know, uh hit us on our info. Mm-hmm. At boe global dot com, okay, and state your requests. Really, you know, if you have demos, if you want us to pay att- pay attention to any videos, or just your artistry, uh, if you want to intern, you know, we have an internship, great internship program. Oh, that's good. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much how we, 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 okay. we do it. Yeah.
0: And so, if someone was to submit their demo to you, and you know, it's something that you're interested, would you? Will you be the one that would go out and see them perform?
1: I mean um, if I'm really interested in something yes I I will I will, will reach out we my team will reach out and we will schedule either to see you performing when your ne- when their next location is uh-huh. that they're performing especially if they're in the Los Angeles area um if they're not in the Los Angeles area we'll have a fly out to meet them uh-huh. or fly them over here or uh-huh. you know we'll 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 communicate somehow on, on f- figuring out how we would be able to view and see the talent that we are okay. interested in. Okay,
0: that's cool. All right, so um, when did you know you wanted to start a career in music? Uh,
1: I mean, music is just something that I was born with. Like, I I played five instruments uh, without being taught. Mm-hmm. And my father never understood. I mean, he's a musician, my mother's a musician, they're both musicians, but they never understood, understood how uh this young boy could pick up an instrument that he had never been taught and figure out how to become fluent at it yeah um and i just believe it was a gift from god um like i said when i was four years old the drums was the first drum that i was the first instrument i picked up then it moved to the piano then it moved to the guitar bass then i started singing then i started <laughs> That's good. Before you know it, you know, mu- by twelve years old, I was embodied in music. So, I think music was always going to be a career path, even mm. though I had other career paths. I was a semi-professional football play- soccer player, mm. and I also had a career in athletics. So, okay. I-, I had those as choices, but music was always the path that I was going to take.
0: That's dope. So, what do you enjoy most about working in the music industry?
1: I think the most I enjoy. The thing that I enjoy about the industry is you just never know. Yeah. Uh, I think it's it's a gambler's game um, and you have to trust and use uh, use the gambler's mindset. Right. Like, well, what does a gambler mindset mean? It means like when you sit down behind a table and you make a bet on something, whether mm-hmm. it's yourself or an artist you're working with or a song that you have and you believe in it so much that you place that bet and it wins. Mm-hmm. That's what I enjoy about the music industry. There's multiple times that I've made songs that you know record executives have said was trash or wasn't mm-hmm. good. That mm-hmm. became number one records that I have plaques on my wall for. Mm-hmm. And I bet, bet it on myself. I trusted on me. I trusted mm-hmm. in my my ability, and I ended up winning. Right, I mean? right. So I think that's one of the things is that I love is that you get to build your own faith and you get to build your own character. Um, through it, and I've built a lot of uh, success from being able to bank on myself and then trusting myself to bank on others, you know, like the artists that I develop and the artists that I work with, and trusting that, oh no, I really believe in me and I believe in you and I really believe that we can both do this together and seeing them turn, like Ariana Grande was a perfect example when Mm -hmm. she came to see me, you know her career was in a little bit of a standstill and you know mm-hmm. the labels were thinking about dropping her and she took a bet on this song that we did together called the way we both did mm-hmm. you know? and when i did the record she believed in it i believed in it the labels weren't really sure about it um and lo and behold she's the biggest female artist in the world and mm-hmm. that was the beginning of her career so you know, those are the things that I love. Uh, and you can apply that in so many different areas of your life. Absolutely. Outside of the music industry. Absolutely. So I've been able to venture off into entrepreneurship and into philanthropy stuff and work on different things in my life using that same format.
0: Mm, that's good. That's real good. So what are some everyday challenges you face in your profession?
1: Um there's multiple challenges that i face in my profession i think one of the biggest challenges is that it's ever evolving it's ever changing so you have to be on the cusp of it all the time and as you get older with age and you know a lot of us don't realize that time will go by yeah you know yeah. and so when you were 25 years old you had a different mindset when you're 35 years yeah old. so the, the next generation that's 25 and 19 They don't think like you, you know, and so now you're disconnected and you got to figure a way to stay connected. Mm -hmm. Um, That's one of the challenges. And I think the the next challenge is, you know, not allowing people to pigeonhole you. So that's another thing the music industry is very good at. If you successfully come through the the music industry gates as a producer mm-hmm. and you say now i want to venture off into being a label owner i want to venture off into being an executive or i want to venture off being an artist there are those who will be like no you should just stick to being a music producer because that's what you are right right and they kind of want to keep you caged in mm. um and some people fall into that you know that window and it's a fight that you have to fight every day because like i said we're all ever evolving right and you know, I've met a lot of young producers who've been stuck in their careers because they never were able to evolve past the time. Mm-hmm. So when things change, like, you know, changing the guards, when it's time for the next generation to kick in, you didn't evolve into the next space, and now you're stuck between a rock and a hard place and trying to figure out what your next move
0: yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, How you feeling? Are you feeling okay? I feel <laughs> awesome what was your first win that made you confident that you were doing the right thing
1: Mm, my first win Mm -hmm. i've had a lot of
0: wins
1: (laughs) i definitely have a lot of wins and i'm very grateful for every one of them um i think the first first the first win that made me really know that i was doing something right was uh 10 years ago Mm -hmm. i was visiting los angeles i was visiting new york uh, Mm -hmm. and i was on a business trip And it was, I mean, I was broke as a joke at Mm -hmm, that point. mm -hmm. And I was visiting New York to do a session with an artist, and something happened where I ended up being in Los Angeles. Um, And I'm in Los Angeles for, like, two days, and this particular meeting was supposed to be, like, the meeting to change my life, Mm. right? So I walk into this meeting prepared, excited, thinking I was going to get, you know... uh, the situation that I wanted. Right. Unfortunately, I was being told the total opposite. Mm. And so I left the meeting very, very, like, stressed out, depressed, and almost like I, I just was discouraged right. and, and wanted to give up. Right. On the flip side of it, across town, there uh, my mentor and big brother, Rodney Darkchild Jerkins, um, mm-hmm. had heard my music through some other means and was looking for me. Out. and was like i need to find this kid don't let him leave los angeles i'll find him and lo and behold you know as i'm leaving the meeting and i'm like you know discouraged and mad and throwing a hissy fit um my manager at the time called me and was like was with me was like y'all just got this email we gotta go see rj and i was mm-hmm. like who the hell is rj <laughs> Yeah, damn I know no RJ. We <laughs> just got told no. Um, turned out it was really dark job jerking. So I was like, "Why didn't you say that?" Like, let's go. And um, and and when I met with him, mm-hmm. and so on my way to meeting with him, um, I just felt like something special was gonna happen.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, but the the defining moment for me was so he says so I was supposed to leave that night. He was like, "No, don't leave. Come see me tomorrow." Um, and I'll buy you a ticket back to New York um, for tomorrow night or the the following day. Just stay, and we're good. So I said, yeah. like, I'll stay. So the next day in the morning, I wake up. I was like, I want to be presentable. Right. So I went, got my hair cut. Mm-hmm. And I was in, I, at this time, this is like my second time in Los Angeles, so I didn't know nothing. Uh-huh. So I'm in this barbershop. I get my hair cut. Then I go to... The Burger King next door to go... Climb, cause It's not like New York where you mm-hmm. can grab a taxi, right? Mm-hmm. There's nothing here around. So mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I need to get a taxi right now. <laughs> so I go into the Burger King, and I'm in the Burger King. I say, let me eat while they call the taxi. They call the taxi, I'm waiting. And as I'm waiting, these two random people come up to me and was like, hey, how are you? And it was like, I'm good. <laughs> and I'll grab my wallet, because I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it was an afternoon, but... And so, mind you, remember, I'm in New York. Yeah. So... When I, I was in New York visiting New York, so I had winter clothes on.
0: Okay, okay. So I'm in
1: LA and it's like ninety degrees and you got winter clothes <laughs> on you got big grey sweats and, yeah. and, and, and grey bottoms. <laughs> and so they say, um uh, they the, the the woman looks at me, and she was like, So I said, like, Can I help you? They was like, Can we pray for you?
0: Oh no nice. And
1: I was like, Huh? <laughs> I was like, I ain't got no money And he was like <laughs> And it was like, nah, I said, I know the thing. Then the husband said, I know it's strange. There's two white married couples. It was uh-huh. like, I know it's strange. But we woke up this morning and God told us that we're gonna bump into someone in a grey sweatsuit. Oh
0: my goodness. Mm-hmm.
1: Bump into someone in a grey sweatsuit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Whoa. And it was like we was like, who are we gonna bump into in a grey sweatsuit? Top and bottoms in 90 degree. Oh my goodness. So they were like, saw me cross the road and walk in. It was like, we had to come and approach you. Yeah. And I'm like, well, it just so happens I'm visiting from London. I don't even know why I'm in Los Angeles, but I got this big meeting in like an hour. So you might as well pray for that. Oh my goodness. The rest is history.
0: Oh, wow. See, God is everywhere. Everywhere. That's so awesome. What is the best career advice you've ever
1: received? The best career advice I ever received uh-huh. was, be loyal to the art, not to, don't be loyal to, the people. That's good. And 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 it's weird because I I used to think that's that's kind of mean. It's like no, because, people are ever evolving. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: You know what I mean. Yeah. So, it doesn't always have to be negative, but you have to understand change is going to come. Mm-hmm. But the art itself is what you need to be loyal to. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, I've worked with so many different people from Chris Brown to Brandy. And they all go off and live their new lives. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, the relationship you might have had five years ago with someone might not be the same in five years. Right. And it doesn't mean it's negative. But that doesn't mean now I'm going to stop making music and stop evolving as a and as an individual. Mm-hmm. But I have to be loyal to my art. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And they have to be loyal to theirs. So, but you always allow change. And that's why I was like, be loyal to your art, not to people. Not that's to good.
0: People. I received similar advice like that once from a random stranger, too.
1: And <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. God will do that. Yeah. We, we use... I look. He will use random strangers from across the world, just to get a message to you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because it'd be at that point that you wanted to walk away or step away or stop believing that he'll send that, so you know you're in the right place. Right, right. That's true.
0: That's true. So, who or what inspires you in your field?
1: Who? Firstly, God inspires me because he's. Amen. He's always talking to me loud and clear, even when I'm not listening.
0: Hallelujah. Um,
1: yeah he 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 is my biggest inspiration
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um and i think people like jay-z um have become very vital in the way i live my life right now Mm -hmm. um, because i look to their expertise in both their success and failings um And I'm very inspired by his walk because not only have I seen him evolve into, you know, a billionaire, which is not really the most important part. Right. But he's also involved into a great man, you know, a husband, a father, Mm -hmm. and, you know, created this space of, you know, maturity for himself. Yeah. And it gave hope to, to me to know that, you know, yeah, we might be young and we may make mistakes and we may fail. Yeah. But we can still achieve greatness and still evolve into a great being. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jay-Z's been one of them. Uh, I'm, I read... Uh, Napoleon Hill is another person that... And a lot of people are like, who's Napoleon Hill? Mm-hmm. Napoleon Hill is an author and is an amazing author. And he inspires me. His books inspire me. Outwitting the Devil, uh, Thinking the mm, Rich, of uh, and thousands, uh, uh, Three Feet from Gold. Mm. His books inspire me like no other because it teaches me to use my mind... And my spirit, right? Yeah. And kind of have, so you got the mind, you got the spirit, and you got the heart. The heart's the emotional part, and that's yeah. the one you need to control the most, because mm-hmm. that's the one that deceives the mind. And if the heart kind of gets in the way, then you make bad choices with your mind, right? Mm-hmm. And then your spirit is always the one that's like, hold up a second, yeah. right? you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's get this in order. And so Napoleon Hill teaches you how to understand what's spirit, what's mind, and what's emotional or Mm heart and uh um and i love his books and i think reading his books over the last i mean he's dead but reading his book over the last five four or five years has really evolved me in not just me as a man but also me as a a, me as a man and a human being but also evolved me as a businessman Mm -hmm. and evolved me as an intellect to really kind of like you know learn more about myself understand like you know, I can have an idea and foresee it and yeah. not rush into it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you can have an idea and be okay that it took 10 years to get there. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And not be frustrated at the fact that it didn't happen overnight. Right, right, right. Um, and that's all part of emotional, spiritual, and the mind being, mm-hmm. in, it, being in its place. Um, and a few other people that's inspired me, you know, uh, my my parents have inspired me. They're very inspirational because they came from nothing. You know, mm. what I mean, they're both, they were both immigrants that moved to London to kind of look for happiness and look for uh, uh, a better life. Yeah. They end up meeting each other in London and conceive oh, wow. us.
0: Right.
1: Uh, I'm the oldest of four, mm. um, but they've inspired me to never give up on one themselves because they should have probably. Many others probably going through what they went through would have given up. Right. Um, so they taught me to the strength and the power of staying strong in something. That's good. And um, so yeah, yeah.
0: I think I think that's good. Okay. Um, when you need inspiration, what do you do?
1: Uh, multiple things. <laughs> uh, one of my main things, and know If you check my posts, I we do that i worship heavily
0: oh so nice. like if
1: i need if i need to be motivated mm-hmm. like i'm diving into like a sea of worship and i mean not just like for the day i'm talking it might be weeks mm. of it, and just like dousing myself in as much worship as possible mm-hmm. because i have to die to the thing about worship is like why do people why do you use the term worship because worship is you have to die to your own ego yeah and reverence a higher power especially a higher power that you don't see yeah so that brings a form of humility Mm -hmm. right and so in your humble space you can open your 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 heart's open to see and Mm -hmm. then you're like oh wow there's greatness around me Mm -hmm. i can achieve those things Mm -hmm. um like once again reading is another form like reading inspirational books uh, documentaries on great people such oh, nice. as uh, Quincy Jones, the story of Motown, mm. uh, so many different stories. The story of Clive Davis. Mm. You know the Godfather. I don't know if they're on Netflix that came out. The uh, movie. The movie. There, no, not the, there's. The. They call him the Godfather. Uh, I've forgotten his main name. His name I can't but, even
0: see that. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Is it? Yeah, it's
1: on Netflix. Oh no. Nice. Uh, it's actually amazing, and you see how this guy. Literally becomes glue for black culture in the music industry oh. you know and creates the best deals he can where black people were being robbed of you know yeah. their royalties and whatever mm-hmm. he was coming in there and making change oh, and know. you always had to have him on side um and uh and Hitsville's another one which is the Motown story okay uh the Michael Jackson documentary like so many documentaries pick one mm-hmm. you know what I mean Steve Jobs documentary mm-hmm. uh Jimmy Iovine and Dr. J's you know what I mean like uh, Interscope and off. like there's so many documentaries the Puff Daddy documentary you know? yeah there's so many documentaries that inspire growth mm-hmm. um to, and allows you to know that you're not the only one going through something. Mm-hmm. And you could also aspire to be great through these channels.
0: Mm-hmm. So when you play your worship music, what are some songs you listen to? Oof.
1: <laughs> Man. There's a... I'm going to go for my phone because I got something good <laughs> uh, James Fortune is... I love James Fortune. He's got a song right now I'm listening to called I Am featuring Deb, Deborah Carolina.
0: Okay.
1: Amazing. He also He's also got another song that I love called... Um, let your power fall featuring Sicardi Cortez. I love that song. Tasha mm-hmm. Cobbs has got uh, fill me up,
0: mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. that's
1: a very powerful one, yeah, yeah. Um, uh,
0: just uh, to name a few, Ty
1: the, Ty, mm-hmm. um, Ty Trabet, mm-hmm. greater than the album, the whole thing from the <laughs> beginning, to end. like that the whole, whole thing, album, you <laughs> know what I'm saying, like. What Can I Do, yeah. Beauty for the Ashes, You Are Everything, yeah. You Are Good. Yeah, that album is good. I mean, I can go in mm-hmm. on, you know, the worship songs that I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, Travis Green,
0: yeah.
1: Intentional, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's got a new one called Respond, it's Powerful, I listen to it. For, I can listen to that song 30 times in a row. Yeah. Um, but I think, it, and people's like, why did you do that? And it's like, it just... It, it just it, it 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 disconnects me from the problem. Yeah, 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 me yeah, from yeah. My own intuition trying to tell me that the problem is bigger than the outcome. Right. Um, and it also allows me to realize that it's not about me. Yeah. I think that's the biggest problem. Like when we make it about ourselves, then it's woe is me. So true. When we die to ourselves, then it's you're open to receive. So um, true.
0: So true. Okay. Um... Do you see the industry changing in the next few years?
1: Oh, of course. Mm. It's always changing. Um, What do I see it changing to? Mm -hmm. That's an interesting question. I think, you know, technology has really taken over the music industry. And I think changing of the gods are happening again. I think we're going to get new... They're not going to look like them and they're not going to be them per se, but we're going to get new record labels and new trending partners and new uh design design designers Mm -hmm. and and new uh entrepreneurial branding environments yeah i think that's where we're going now and i think we're going to get new and once again changing changing the guards uh i think we're going to get new leaders Mm. in in powerful places who necessarily who nobody was really paying attention to or necessarily knew that they could actually be in those spaces. I, I think I'm gonna be one of those people too who's gonna be, you know, one of the leaders of, you know, the executive side of things when it comes to the music industry. Okay. Just because I feel like we need we need believers. Yeah. We don't need followers and we don't so need true. trend. We don't need trendsetters. We don't need people who are willing to follow the trend, but right. be trendsetters like right. and um and and believe in the thing that not everyone wants to believe in, you know, not everybody believed in Usher, not everybody believed in our person. In fact, it was total opposite. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And people like LA Reed and Babyface mm-hmm. took risks on unknown mm-hmm. people, you mm-hmm. know. And that's kinda where I think we're going to we're gonna get you know, new cultural labels and new cultural ways of, you know, distributing music and giving music new ways to get uh, to win fans over. And I think between music, TV, and fashion, it's going to be really close-knit. Like, I think it's going to be, you couldn't do one without the other.
0: Yeah, that's good. Okie Zoki, You okay? I'm bad. (laughs) Are there any artists that you haven't worked with that you would
1: love to? Oh, listen. (laughs) Get
0: closer to the mic, get closer.
1: Listen, Uh Kanye West, I still wanna work with him. Nah. You know, uh uh Kendrick Lamar. I have worked with him, but I wanna work we worked with him on where he featured on a record mm-hmm. that I was working for someone else on mm-hmm. um J. Cole, Jay-Z, mm.
0: um
1: there's loads of artists. There's yeah. still loads of artists that I would love to, you know, see what the magic would be, you know, once created on it. But I'm very, very also very, very Satisfied with the people I've worked with from Chris Brown. And I definitely worked with Beyonce when we featured her on the the Say Yes record Mm -hmm. with Michelle and also the You Change record with uh, Kelly Rowland. So Mm -hmm. I've been in that facility a a few times. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I'm very, very happy with the list. You know, every time I look at the people I've worked with up to Janet Jackson, I'm like, whoa.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I've
1: really worked with some greats.
0: Yeah, you definitely Um, have.
1: But at the same time, there are still people who I long to work with in the future, you know, just for my own... You know, I recently just worked with Tank on this new album. I did a song called What Would uh, Jodeci Do? (laughs)
0: Um,
1: And that was an honor, too. And I've been friends with Tank for 10 years, but, you know, to actually get some work time and actually do a record with him, and for that, finally made it out to the public, I'm excited about. That's
0: good. So, okay, so working in the studio, like, when you're working with artists like Tank, do they tell you what you want? What do you tell them what they should have or mm. they already know what they want?
1: Um with with me it's a conversation. Okay. You know, I we he comes in the studio. With someone like Tank, he comes in he like actually how this song came about, I just want yeah. to be honest about this one, is I was literally making the record without him in mind. I was making this song for just no reason. Mm. We were just making it. And because the inspiration hits you sometimes. Mm-hmm. You just got to go with it. You don't care where it's going to go. He was visiting me because I had Keisha Cole in the other room. Okay. And so he was coming to see Keisha Cole while she was finishing off a record that we had done. Okay. Which would end up being you featuring uh, Remy Ma and French. Okay. But he came over and was like, let me see if I can help her write something. He walks into my first room and was like, what is that? <laughs> And I was like, oh, just we just make it an idea. He was like, I need that, I need that harmony. And I was like, "Uh, uh, okay, well, I'm I'm gonna put it on a on a on a email and send it to you. Yeah, the rest is history. He took it home, he lived with it, cut it with by cut it in his studio, and and, you know, we have magic.
0: That's good. That is dope. Well, harmony, that's all the questions I got for you.
1: I appreciate that. (laughs) Thank you for bringing me into the neighborhood. Of course. Neighbor, into the neighborhood. in
0: the neighborhood. be popping and stuff <laughs> like that. Okay, wait. So we have a segment called Ask Esther. Okay. So it gives you the opportunity to ask me any questions. Okay. Do you have any questions? Yeah. <laughs> he licked his lips. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't know my lips like that. I didn't mean it like that. Um, what is your question? Um, what inspires you?
0: Um, oh my goodness, So much inspires me, definitely the Lord. I like to please the Lord is definitely something that inspires me. and um my parents, my my family, I'm very close to my family, very close to my parents, so anything that brings them joy honestly um, brings me joy. Oh. So yeah, that's what motivates me, that's what inspires me.
1: What are some of the things you... Ooh, he got really
0: questions. Yeah, real questions. Real questions. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. I want to hear it. I want to oh, hear it. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Go I ahead, go ahead. That's not my Go ahead, go
1: ahead. What are some of the things you struggle with when it comes to you trying to push into your next level?
0: Oh, okay. What's, the things that I struggle with, I can say used to be fear. I used to be thinking, what if I'm not good at it? What if I fail? Um, because, as I mentioned before, like I want everything to be perfect. I have a vision, and sometimes if it doesn't go out, it can literally discourage me from moving forward. Um, that's another thing. And, yeah, uh, 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 I think that's it. Like, fear for real, for real. But I've overcome that knowing to... Knowing Christ, and um, like you mentioned, like it's not about me; Mm. it's about bringing the glory to God. So, definitely, that's that is what something I said. One last
1: question. Go ahead,
0: shoot away. Uh,
1: what will be your goal for twenty (laughs) twenty?
0: So, my goal for twenty twenty, definitely to take this uh, podcast very, very far. Um, and I'm an actress, so my goal is to be, uh, be in a film, like a featured film. So yeah, that's, that's my goal for 2020.
1: So I would say this, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to shut up after this. No, go ahead. I would say this, at no cost do you stop what you're doing to please or satisfy your own insecurity or anybody else's. That's true. Right? Mm-hmm. And at no cost do you lack just yes, give or do you hold back your gift to justify anybody mm. else and i think the last part for, for me to you would be make sure you work as hard at those things you want to be at you're good at yeah but work even harder on the things that you aren't good at
0: that's good that's like a whole word i needed that today
1: Receive. hallelujah <laughs>
0: that's awesome okay i'm i'm sorry i got one last question go ahead for the neighbors
1: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) the neighbors want to know i was i was asked to ask you Mm -hmm. are you um are you single i was oh nice nice okay all right harmony well thank you so much for stopping in the neighborhood uh, where can the neighbors see you, learn from you, hear more about you? Any social media plugs?
1: Uh, how many Samuels uh. is on my social media plugs? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, or you can go to Boe Music Group, mm-hmm. and you can find us on any one of those platforms. Our website will be up next year. It's uh, not up. It's not up. We took it down because we have. We are reestablishing it. We have an amazing uh, platform that we're building where we can you can buy merchandise you can see tour dates for all our artists oh, all the good. videos pretty much all our uh everything that we do in content including our uh featured uh, uh event called the studio studies mm-hmm. uh we will be kind of blasting that out so you can watch the full episodes or watch it live when you, people can't beat it
0: awesome All right, so thank you once again to Harmony for chilling on the block. Thank you to all the neighbors who are listening, and don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Welcome to the neighborhood. We'll see you at the top.